Hey friends, Mark and Grace Driscoll here. Just want to update you what's coming next. Are they really all our friends? <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're our friends now. We love you. Welcome to the Real Marriage Podcast. We've got a brand new season of episodes coming up for you shortly. We're at home working on it frantically, but in the meantime, we're going to do some fun Q&A and babe, why don't you let them know what's up today? What should I do if my husband says he's not a believer anymore? There you go. Alrighty, here's the question. After watching the EXO Marriage Conference, so you and I now, baby, are on the Marriage Today EXO Podcast Network. We're getting ready to record all of the first podcasts and help marriage couples, and we're really honored to be on that platform. We spoke at the Gateway Church, uh, where they hosted the EXO Marriage Conference. Apparently, this couple went, and she says, my husband shared with me that he isn't a believer anymore. So he says he was a Christian. Now he's not. He's changed teams. He said he still believes in God, but just not the God of the Bible. I am devastated and confused. I couldn't even imagine that. You're married as believers, and then one comes home and says, I've changed teams. I'm not on Team Jesus anymore. Don't quote me any verses because I don't believe that Bible. That's different. Um, I am devastated and confused. We went through a trial six years ago that has been very hard on our marriage, and he said that's when he began to question his beliefs. We have two young kids. Does this change my role? Am I to try and win him over without a word like 1 Peter 3? Mm, so sad. Really complicated. Married as believers, have a couple of kids, some sort of difficulty hits. The man says, I'm done with Jesus and the Bible. And the wife is like, I love Jesus and the Bible, and I love my kids, and I love my husband. What do I do now? Well, I'm so sorry. That is a tragic story, um, but it's not over um, until he walks out the door, um, and we will be praying for you that that doesn't happen. I'm thankful that you're pursuing exoconferences and biblical resources for marriage because that is definitely something you still need to do for encouragement. Um, but yes, I mean, if he says he's not a believer, he may never have been one, Sometimes they can pretend, or maybe he's in a wandering period right now and just questioning a lot of things, and so he's questioning God in the midst of that. Um, it's a very challenging place as a wife to be in the midst of that, and I actually have friends who have been through similar circumstances, and I think, first of all, you need to become a woman of prayer, and you need to seek God for how you are to respond to this. And as wives, we are to love our husbands no matter what their response is. And so to walk in love for him and to pray for him that he would turn back to Jesus or turn to Jesus maybe for the first time if you really truly didn't know him before um, is going to be what you need to do constantly, daily. Um, continue to help your kids love their dad. Don't allow bitterness to rise up in you. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging to not ask a lot of questions about God and about what your marriage even is. Um, but the Lord is watching all of this. And so I would plead with you to seek the Lord in all of this. And if you have any trustworthy friends that are women around you in your church or whatever that you can have as a support system to help keep pointing you to Jesus, to encourage you, to help you love your husband well, even if he's 
you know, wandering from where he was at um, to continue to do that so that if he does choose to still leave, then you know you have done everything you could do to keep him in the home and to stay married. And then you have a clear conscience. But hopefully and prayerfully, he doesn't leave because that will draw him back to the love of Jesus if you're loving him in his brokenness. How important is it for the mom to be praying with the kids, reading the Bible with the kids, continuing to develop faith in the kids? Absolutely. Even if dad isn't leading the family spiritually, because he can't, because he's not walking with God. You can't take people somewhere you're not going. Right. How important is it for her to continue to invest in those kids' souls? Yeah, very important, because they need to know that God does love them. Even if their father leaves, they have a heavenly father that loves them deeply and created them and gave them his image. And so they need to have that confidence so that as whatever, however it plays out, they can still know that God loves them, that you love them, that God will be there with them no matter what. And I would ask for this man, sounds like there was a brokenness, there Mm -hmm. was something something six years ago broke and needs to be healed up. Mm -hmm. And so he may reject the Bible because maybe he grew up in a legalistic environment or bad teaching and he doesn't really understand the Bible. When you understand that God is a father and he has a father's heart and he loves you as his son and he can't love you anymore and he won't love you any less and whatever you've been through, he's there to love and serve you. I mean, when you do understand the heart of God according to the scriptures as a man, that's actually incredibly attractive, alluring, you know, comforting, and it's nothing to run from. It's someone to run to. And so what I would say is he may have a misperception of God or the Bible, And sometimes bad Bible teaching will give you a bad taste for the Bible and a bad perspective on God's character. And I would ask if there is some brokenness or some bad teaching or some even misinterpreting of life experience. Sometimes people think something bad happened, therefore God is punishing me. Mm -hmm. You know, and Jesus died in our place for our sins, so he is being punished in our place. God doesn't punish us. There's correction. There's consequence but there's not punishment. All of these things can really confuse a man. But I would ask, in his life, is there a man or a small group of men that do love the Lord, that have character, that are wise, that that are filled with the Spirit, that do know the Scriptures, that could then make it their goal to love him, be a good friend, do life with him, build that relationship, but then build that relationship as a bridge that can carry the weight of truth so they can have some of these conversations with him and draw out of him what he's thinking. Because as a wife, if you just come right at him, it's probably not going to go well. If nobody comes at him, it's probably not going to go well. So how do you get some men to approach him so that they can see where his soul is at and speak to him and then seek to influence him And then you could be in that supportive role of prayer and love and the presence of Christ in the home. Uh, But I think that strategically, a man or men uh, inserting themselves in a healthy way is really crucial because this is headed toward a crisis. And uh, ultimately, the Bible says that a house divided against itself cannot stand. And if it's a believer and an unbeliever, love Jesus, don't love Jesus, believe the Bible, don't believe the Bible— you have a divided house, and that opens an opportunity for Satan yeah. to absolutely destruct that household. And we don't want that for you. No. And so we'll be praying and would encourage others to do the same. Yeah. And just, yeah, boy, what an incredibly difficult place to be in as a woman, especially with young children. But it is amazing how we can win our husbands over without a word. We, we feel like we need to speak 
truth at every moment. And sometimes we just need to pray that truth for them. So it's not that you can't say anything. Um, I wouldn't encourage that. But what you say in prayer is going to be very important. And bringing the presence of the Lord into the midst Absolutely. of the home and the relationship. Absolutely. I would encourage all the men, lovingly lead your wife and kids. Right? Don't end up in this place, please. And uh, also for you ladies that are in this place, uh, we're praying for you, we love you, and that's why my heart is so much for men, because when men don't do their job, women and children pay the price.